Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, great day. Welcome back to the podcast. So this is a very special episode. Throughout the month, I head over to YouTube and I stream live. I answer questions or I host workshops on things for private practice, digital products, and I also have special topics that I cover related to career paths for undergraduate students, graduate psychology students, and also licensed mental health providers. So one thing that I want to just give you a heads up is if I ever reference something that is on the screen, but clearly you cannot see it. You can always head down to the show notes and we will link up the direct video so that if you would prefer to just watch the video on YouTube, you can click that link. If you also want to feature a question that can be on one of our future podcasts, head down to the show notes, go to drtk.com forward slash links, and there will be a button that says upload your podcast question. Now, one thing that I would highly recommend is for it to be as detailed as possible. Each month, my team and I, we review all of those questions. And depending on what type of question it is, it may be dedicated to a full episode or it may be featured in a laser Q&A. So with that said, let's go ahead and jump into today's podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey everyone, happy new year, happy 2024. Uh, This is Dr. TK and I am one super excited uh, for today. It is a beautiful day. We are blessed to see another day and I am just super excited to be here with you today. So this was very much so impromptu. Um, I am streaming live in various locations. Um, And the reason I decided to do this was one, because I was about to actually record an audio podcast on the topic of making decisions in your life and for your business and or for your career that will expand you and not limit you. 
Okay. And so one of the things that I am working on is showing up more on video in a more consistent space. Um, But I know that from time to time, just like any other human being, we may not want to be on camera. And so I decided since I'm already dressed and we're about to head out to do some, you know, family stuff that I will go ahead and, you know, tap in via video. And so where does this topic come from? Let's go ahead and jump into it. So I really want to talk to you today about limited versus expansion mindset. So one thing that I can say from personal experience that I truly believe is that when you are exposed to something, it's almost like you can't go back. And so the example that I typically share in our community is, you know, I like to travel and I was exposed to first class travel without understanding what I was exposed to at 11 years old. But as an adult paying for your own first class travel is something about when you are able to sit down first um, without having to have kids with you. Right. (laughs) Um, it's something about being able to have, I'm going to say a higher level of customer service, whether you're calling in, you're in line, dropping off your bags, or you go to the podium because you have some questions at the gate. It's something about you being able to get a hot towel, um, you being able to actually get warm food without having to do extra things to get it. Granted, you know, you pay for it. But it's also something about just the comfort of having more room, more leg space, and just a whole lot of other things. And granted, you can value what you choose, but that's one of the things that I value when I travel is being comfortable on my way to my destination. Okay. So the reason why I bring up that example is once your brain registers like, wow, I like this, whatever your this is, it's really, or it can become pretty difficult for your brain to go in another direction. And so this year, my main goal is to focus on listening to my intuition over my ego because the definition for me in terms of ego, but in psychology, we know the ego is like a little kid running around and you can't contain it. The ego for me is most of the time clearly trying to protect me, but your ego is also making you like stay safe. It doesn't allow for you to take risk. And when I say risk, especially as a business owner, You see something that will help expand your business, whether it be hiring an assistant, whether it be actually opening up a business, whether it be launching a new product or service, increasing your rates, shutting down a stream of income. It can be a variety of things, but what your ego will do is say, nah, this ain't comfortable. And because we want to play it safe, I don't want you to do it because if you do it, all these other things, all these bad things are going to happen. Let me know if, if you know exactly what I'm talking about, even if you did not know that that was ego. Okay. So there's ego and there's higher self. Higher self is where your intuition comes from. Ego is there to protect you, but ego will prevent you from making decisions to get to the next version and level of yourself. And so I'm a very logical person. However, I have learned when I reflect back and look back hindsight that when I've made decisions based on my intuition, which means that I'm also making decisions for where I want to be not where I am today, I always win, literally. And when I've made decisions, including this past year, out of ego, out of fear, out of, I don't know how it's going to work out, which means that I don't like dealing with 
the unpredictability, which is a world we live in very much so right now. When I make decisions out of scarcity, I end up not necessarily losing, but I don't get what I want or exactly how I want it or at the magnitude that I want. So this is where I will tell my clients from time to time, especially our mastermind students, because they get more one-on-one with me, whether it be via Boxer um, with accessibility and or one-on-one calls, right? With certain levels of our programs. And one of the things that I will often share with them, and you know, some people may realize that I may not be their cup of tea, right? Because you hire me to be your coach. You invest in the services that I provide. The way that I show up on YouTube or on our coaching calls is no different than how I show up when we one-on-one, right? The only difference is you can't hide behind a Zoom thumbnail. It's just me and you. You can't hide behind multiple people talking because it's just me and you and Voxer. You can't hide behind 100 people in a lecture because it's only eight to 20 of us in a room where we're masterminding. So when you talk about, I want more accessibility to a coach, keep in mind that you have to be accountable and vulnerable to show up and to talk, right? So one thing that I would tell some of them is I believe you can do more. And depending on what state they're in, if they're coming from a higher state, like meaning um, the next version of them state, higher self, or ego state, if they do come from an ego state, they're going to become defensive. If you study psychology, you know that defense mechanisms are to protect our ego. Psychology 101, right? And then we start getting into it in abnormal psychology, personality disorders, and all those things. But defense mechanisms have immature ones and then higher level ones. And when people feel uncomfortable because they're being challenged, let me know if I'm talking to you today on the first of the year. When you feel like somebody is challenging you because you feel like you're doing all you can, the best you can with what you have to win, you get upset. But another layer to this is a lot of people around you that are positive, they can see way more of what you can do, oftentimes more than you can, just like as a provider, as a mother, as a wife, as a professor. I always see what somebody is capable of more than what they can see in themselves. But I'm not an exclusion to this rule. I have people around me that say like, nah, you can do more than that, right? And sometimes I let my ego get in the way and I will make up excuses. But at the end of the day, when I get time to sit down and sit still, I clearly realize that that was my ego talking. That wasn't my higher self talking. So put a one in the comment box if you're watching live or later, if you can resonate with what I'm talking about right now. Because if you can acknowledge that your ego plays a role in you making decisions, we're making progress because that means that you're out of the state of, I'm not aware. There is no problem. The, the stage of change in order for change to occur is you have to get out of denial. And ego plays a very strong role in you making decisions. So now what I do is I make decisions based on you know, this girl I visualize on the vision board or on my digital vision board or who I see in my visualizations and who God shows me who I'm meant to be. How is she making moves? How is she making decisions? But going back to what I used to tell my clients, kind of like going back to like the ego stuff is I had some people get very offended because, you know, they would send me emails after our call and they would say, you know, I don't appreciate it. You know, when you said this, I don't feel like X, Y, and Z. And I would think back, okay, how did I say it? 
Do they feel like they're being compared to other people? Because that wasn't my intent, right? Just being transparent with y'all. But when we got back on a call, one thing that I made sure that they heard, and usually I would send out a Loom video to say, hey, this is what I meant. Let, let's just talk, right? Is what I mean is I see because you shared with me what you want. You've made it very clear what you desire to become. You invested in whatever program or services I have based off of how I show up so that beyond me seeing something in you, I can be that push and voice of reason, but push and motivation to get you to the next level. But when I give you the push, when I give you my picture of how you're presenting yourself outside of you, it's like, and I didn't say it like this, but you know, it's, it's a problem. And so that can become a problem in like a coaching relationship or a therapeutic relationship or a spiritual relationship or a romantic relationship. If you tell somebody, I need a coach, cheer me on. But then when the coach cheer you on in a loving way, but push you at the same time, it's like, nope, I don't, I don't want that. Like you put me on spot. That's what you invested in. So what I found is that some of my clients and they owned it later, it took them a while. And I was like, oh, thank God. You know, I didn't like they, they kind of came and had a, like a come to Jesus moment for me where I didn't have to keep saying like what I saw, because what they saw was that they weren't hitting their goals. And of course, they got replays of our sessions. They got boxers of our sessions and they're able to go back and listen to, damn, how I sound ain't even nearly close as the version of myself that I want to become. No wonder TK was like coming at me a little hard because I've been repeating the same thing for a year. What's wrong with me? <laughs> okay. All right. So let's go ahead and dive deeper. That was just an introduction to intuition versus ego. Okay. So. As I you know, mentioned earlier, think about clearly, I hope that you've done this already, but maybe not in detail. Think about something that you really, really want for this year. I'm not talking about no five-year goal like we do in DTA. I'm not talking about no 10-year goal that we talk in a mastermind. I'm talking about what do you want this year? What do you want? It could be general. It could be specific. So I'm going to share mine. I like to do storytelling because I feel like case studies are the easiest way for me to connect with you, right? So when I look at my big goal for 2024, my big goal is financial abundance. And I'm going to explain why. And some of you may relate depending on what season you are in in your life. And then second in my business, life comes first for me. Family comes first for me. Okay. So my kids are getting older. One is five going on six. The other is 12 about to become an actual teenager in January. Right. So our family is aging and we know kids are going to get older. But when kids get older, they have higher level needs. We may need to invest more in academic services, maybe tutoring, sports, activities, more clothes. They grow fast. Things like that, right? That costs money. I can't say, oh, I don't, I don't want to talk about money because that's negative. That's a negative mindset. That's a limiting mindset. Because at the end of the day, in order for me to do what I really want to do, especially for my kids, I need money. Be on time, right? So. My children are aging. Also, if I'm about to be 44 this year, that means my mother is about to be 64. That means my grandmother is about to be 84. We're all 20 years apart. So when I look at aging in my family, I'm looking at what type of things am I going to have to show up for that may have been different over the last five to 10 years? Well, a year and a half ago, some of you knew that my grandmother was, you know, she fought it off 
congratulations, grandma, cancer. I didn't put that out there in the public. I only actually said it at the conference when people may have assumed that everything was going well. And I'm like, I can mask it real good and show up and handle my personal business and my personal life off social media. Okay. So yes, my grandmother fought off that big thing and she still goes and gets her checkups. But at the end of the day, my mother has three other siblings. One of them doesn't live here. The other one is with my grandmother, but he also has some stuff going on. Why am I sharing this with you? Because as being the eldest grandchild, that is honestly the only one that is either time span available, has the ability to create a flexible schedule, hint, hint, that's why I work so hard to have a flexible schedule and understand my worth and my value, is that I know that I am going to have to show up more and more specifically to support my mother and my uncles because they all still have a job. I have a flexible schedule. So if somebody can't go to the doctor with my grandmother, I'm going to step in. When they send out a group text message, I'm in the group text message. Now, granted, I'm the only grandchild in the group text message, but I'm also the only grandchild that has a flexible schedule that is physically within a 30 mile radius. Okay. So I think about all those things when I think about financial abundance. Okay. I also am in a season where I have family goals as well. So this year I am really looking at, okay, how can I decrease certain things just for a year or for a limited time, even for six months so that I can stack and invest? Please listen to the words that I said, stack and invest. I didn't say save for an emergency fund. We do abundance funds. Okay. Uh, You know, not to say that quote unquote emergencies won't happen, but the more and more you focus on an emergency happening, the more and more you say the word that I don't want an emergency to happen. You're going to draw in more emergencies happening. Okay. So I am focusing on stacking and investing. Now, what I want you to think about, and I learned this by taking manifestation courses is that When you create like your vision board and your goals, you want to ask yourself questions around what is the bigger umbrella goal that will probably automatically knock down these other goals, meaning you'll hit them probably without you even recognizing it, right? So when I think about things that I want to accomplish in 2024 without going into too much detail, all roads lead to more money. So for example, more money. If I have more, if I, you know, if I continue to earn more money, I can continue to and increase my self-care regimen. Well, what is self-care regimen for me? Self-care is, I like IV drip therapy. Honestly, we all caught a cold right after our Christmas Eve party because somebody has something and half of the people that came was sick, right? So I knocked that thing out y'all in 36 hours, literally 36 hours, took my vitamins. Thank God I have money to buy the best organic vitamins. I was able to use my membership to get my IV treatment. And the day after I had no more cough, I had no more fatigue, right? If I have consistent finances, I can also get a massage. Getting a massage, sitting on the computer all day, having carpal tunnel, I need all these knots to be knocked out. Do you feel me, right? If I wanna go talk to a therapist, money will allow me to do that. Money will allow me to pay for my medical insurance. Money will allow me to get this beautiful new smile, right? All roads lead to money. So when people talk about financial abundance, please, if you experience this, get out of a scarcity mindset like, damn, all they do is talk about money. All roads do lead to money. Money also allows me to show up for free, but not totally for free because I got to pay for this platform. I got to pay for my cell phone. 
I have to pay for, or I choose to pay for a team to help me edit my videos and my podcast, but I still show up for free. But how do I show up for free? Because I have the energy to show up. If I don't have the energy because I'm not taking care of myself, everybody suffers that benefits from my gifts, including my family and the whole online community or in-person community. Does that make sense? Okay. So money causes a ripple effect. It impacts how you show up more and how much you give. Some of you tithe, whether it be tithing money or time or both. How do you expect to tithe if you can't get to work because you got to take a mental health day every single Friday? Think about that right? It allows you to take care of yourself so that you can enjoy life and enjoy family or extracurricular activities. That's what I, that's how I look at it. But I just replace I with you because I want to project that into your life. If that's something that you're working on, right? So when it comes down to expansion, some of us go through seasons in our life where you will expand yourself to certain luxuries, whatever you define as your luxury. Some of y'all luxury is like buying the finest China, Some of your luxury like me is like tech gadgets or the newest iPhone or Android, whatever you got. Some of y'all luxury, for example, I got this sitting right here, Bath and Body Works, Deep Breathe. This thing, uh, eucalyptus and lavender, this thing smells like the beach. So when I can't, when I choose that I'm not traveling to the beach, I will put this on because this makes me smell good. But this ain't the regular like Target lotion. This ain't $3 or $8. This is $16 unless you catch it on sale. But to me, that's a luxury. I need extra cash to do stuff like that, right? So however you decide and define what will expand you, sit down and run the numbers for it, but understand what leads to expansion for you. So some of the things that I decided for 2024 is that clearly, as I mentioned, my health slash self-care expands me. And I'm sharing this with you because some of you follow me on Instagram, you you see my highlights and you may even see me during a conference. Um, You know, we did the whole Disney theme. Why? Because Disney is a happy place. It don't matter if you don't like Mickey or not. Everybody was happy walking into that joint. Like dudes was like, y'all got a Mickey shirt. Therapists coming in branded with they name of their business with the Mickey ears. You feel me? Like even people who've never been to Disneyland or Disney World, they came in lit up taking pictures with everybody got their ears and t-shirts on. You know what I'm saying? It brought out the happiness. And when I say happiness, when I think about Disney, I think about being a kid again. And the reason why I love comparing happiness to children, because children, unless they're unfortunately very traumatized, as long as nobody stole that away from them, right? As a child, they walk around here with no risk averse mindset at all. They can do whatever they want to do, even if if it's unsafe as a parent to watch them. They don't care. And sometimes we need to model after our children for a mindset of expansion. So one of the things that expands me is having a Disney pass. Now, do I need the Disney pass that we have this year if I'm trying to invest money in the other areas? This is how I make my decisions. I will either say that gotta go with a big X because I'm not getting anything out of it. It's not expanding me. And or I'll ask myself, how can I minimize this investment? I don't say expense because it makes me happy. Going to Disney actually, y'all, helps me create content. If you follow me long enough, you know that when I'm at Disneyland or Disney World, I get lit up. You can't tell me to shut up. Like, it may be a delayed post. You may still think I'm at Walt Disney World when I'm right here at home. But at the end of the day, you like, damn, this girl ain't posted content for like two to three weeks and, and she didn't post a thousand damn stories. Like, can you go to Disney World more often? 
I've had coaching calls when I've been at Disney World. I've taken them behind the scenes of some elaborate five-star Disney resorts. And am I saying that you got to like Disney to be expanded? No, but find your area of expansion. I know that that expands me. So what I'm going to do is say, okay, we don't went to Walt Disney World this year about three to four times. You know what I'm saying? We don't went to Hawaii, the Disney Resort three times this year. Do we really need to go that many times? If I'm trying to invest in something bigger, probably not. So let me look at, when is the best time to match my kid's schedule where I can get the best ROI on my time there? Attempt to double dip by talking to my operations manager and financial team about how can I make this a CEO retreat, but also time with family because I'm always double dipping, right? I should probably do a whole workshop on what is a double dip, okay? But at the end of the day, I know what travel experiences or family experiences expand me. So for example, another level of expansion is I love going out for family dinners. And depending on what type of season it is, if it's a birthday or something like that, if it's an adult birthday or my 12 year old, he has a taste for nice restaurants as well. And one thing that we've had to talk to him about is, listen, you can have nice things. We had a whole conversation with him like 30 times a year. You can have nice things, but I don't want you to be like doing this, like in front of your friends, like they like they've had this experience before, like do it in a very humbling way. If they ask you what you did for Christmas break, you can say, oh, I, you know, we went out of town. You don't have to tell them where you stayed, how many times, you know, how much it is. You don't have to tell them all that because a lot of these kids not understanding your mindset and what you've been exposed to may start to dislike you. So we've had to have those conversations with our 12 year old, right? But at the end of the day, I want you to figure out what expands you. So we like to go to nice restaurants, but then sometimes we could just skip over and go to like IHOP. It don't have to be no $100 plate spot. Whatever expands us as a family gets us in one place, gets us off our phones, gets us talking and get our, our tummies full is what is expansive to us. Now, in one season, I was doing that every Sunday, like going to Ruth Chris almost every other week, right? Going to Cheesecake Factory in between to offset that bill. But then I realized when I had to put money in other places, I need to shuffle around how I choose to invest or spend money. Now, granted, another option would be clearly, which is what I've done over the years, go out and make more money. But don't spend the money that you don't have yet based off of your past lifestyle, because again, we go through seasons. So what expands you? Travel. A lot of us have been getting um, what's called revenge travel since 2021. If you ain't heard the epidemic about like revenge travel, we were shut down for some of y'all, depending on your state, six months, people in California, damn near a year and a half. Okay. And so revenge travel was real, right? But one of the things I looked at this year, so this may help somebody out. If you're looking at investing into travel, either more or the same, or for me, it would be less because I don't went a little crazy, right? Is that one of our programs I laid off for this year, which means that I don't have to, I don't like to say we're have, but we're not going to so many places where we meet those clients, meaning it's not baked into a program, okay? So what we're choosing to do this year is really as a family look at, okay, for me this morning, literally I said, what locations light me up and expands me where it's a ripple effect for me to show up better as a wife, as a mom, and in my business? That's my only question. If I choose to go somewhere, because for me, that lights me up, how does it impact other parts? And for me, it is what we do in Hawaii, where we are, 
I don't have to do nothing but go to the beach every day. I kid you not. I ain't got to do nothing when we go out there because sometimes I don't want to do nothing. When you go to places like D.C., New York, um, places that are sightseeing type where if you sit in a hotel room, you're just looking at a brick wall, like you got to get outside. So I choose to go to a place at least one time a year where I don't have to do nothing for us to have a good time. I can walk outside to the beach and just sit there, go to sleep, meditate, right? But then I got kids. So what other place can I take them to where I enjoy and they enjoy? Not just, oh, mama got to have a life too. I mean, granted I do, you know what I'm saying? So I choose Florida and Hawaii. Now, does that mean that I won't do a pop-up in Vegas? Absolutely not. So whatever your Vegas is to you, for us, Vegas is a three-hour drive, 50-minute flight. So I enjoy going to Vegas. But if I'm going to scale back anything, Vegas don't light me up like that outside of having a live event there. So what I'm choosing to do moving forward, at least this year, is say, I'm going to go to Vegas outside of having a live event. We have a mastermind out there in March. So outside of that, I'm only going to go to Vegas when I'm in overflow after talking to my money team and I feel like I need just a refresh. Hear what I said. Not a vacation, but like a 48-hour refresh. I'm not going to fly because these prices are stupid when I can take my own car and drive out there in three hours and don't have to rent a car, don't have to Uber, all those things, right? But again, I know that travel, going out to eat, Disney, and my health slash self-care lights me up. What do all of those things require in order for me to do it? Money. So please think for a moment if you're watching live, put one thing that you should focus on to accomplish this year so that it can cause a ripple effect to everything else. So like I said, when I look at travel, I look at for this upcoming year, I love to travel, but let's figure out how I can be expanded, travel the way I want, but also cut back in certain areas, right? So one of the things that I just finished talking to my husband about literally a few minutes ago is that I recognize this year we traveled a lot. And y'all who follow me know I like first class, you know, I like Delta One. Like I, I just love them seats. I love the customer service aspect about it, right? It's comfortable, especially with kids. You know what I'm saying? Way more room. And so one of the things that I noticed looking back hindsight is that I did not go into manifesting first class travel the way that I taught myself to do it before. Meaning the first time as an adult that I started manifesting first class travel is that I will write it on a vision board. I will write it on a goal card from one of my mentors and that I would just believe that it would happen. But the way that I itched my way up to first class is that I would buy an economy ticket. I ain't saying nothing wrong with this. This is how I started. I bought an economy ticket just to secure my spot to a certain location. But then I would do my morning routine, scripting, visualizations over, I'm going to manifest a great deal for first-class travel. Then I got really good at that, like in three months, to the point where I was also doing really good in my business, clearly. And so I was able to just outright buy first-class flights. However, post-2021, revenge pricing came a problem in inflation. And this past year, I was like, okay, a lot of us are traveling as well. I also now bring a team member. That's one thing that I talk about. If you're hosting events and you want to do city people, I see, I see, you know, some people in our community, like I'm gonna do a city tour. And I'm like, if you only know how much it costs, unless you want to be at a spot where it's, it's, it's very, very regular, ain't nothing wrong with regular spots if that's where you start. But if you're comparing it to something else that you saw, it, it, don't, it don't cost as much as you think in terms of less. 
it costs like 30 times that amount, right? But keep in mind that if you want to focus on your craft and your skill, you need a team. Well, how do you expect to have this event if you don't have a team helping you before you get there and when you actually get there and when it's time to pack up and leave, right? And so I learned that doing a lot out of town was doing a lot to our bank account. And we enjoyed it this year. There was a lot of abundance beyond financial abundance that we experienced in the company. But I realized that I was taking the mindset of, let me just get, so my economy tickets became a mindset of, how can I just get extra leg room? And again, ain't nothing wrong with that. But when I would get on a flight, see, here's the key. I knew that I was not okay when I would get on the flight and I would walk past in certain flights, like first class, and I would be like, this is my seat. <laughs> like, I would be like, that is my seat. And then when I would sit down, I'm grateful for the flight. I'm grateful we were able to make it to our destination. The, the, the flight was fine. But every time I got home, I was like, why did I allow myself not to focus on manifesting what I really wanted. And please note, like I said, your manifestation, your luxury can be whatever you define it. When other people start telling you, well, that's not necessary. Well, that's not necessary for you. You don't need to fly first class. No, I desire to fly first class. You don't. Keep that over there. Don't cross over this line, right? So maybe your vice is, like my husband's vice is buying tennis shoes, right? So how he look at tennis shoes, but when I tell him how much a first class flight costs, he's like, well, well, we could do Delta Comfort. Well, did we do Delta Comfort with the tennis shoes? No. Sneakerhead, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You have yours and I have mine, okay? So at the end of the day, like this topic says, make decisions that expand you. But as a disclaimer, consult with your money team. If you ain't got one, you are your money team. Bookkeeper is your money team. CPA or tax person is your money team. Whoever does your payroll, if you have a company or business, is part of your money team. Running your expenses with your bookkeeper and investments is part of your money team. When you are making goals for this year, do not go into this year making a goal out of a scarcity mindset such as, well, only if I make this amount of money, I can do this. Now, granted, that may be what your money team may say and how they say it, but I don't entertain that type of language with how I look at my goals. My money team has outright said, if you want to move by this deadline into this type of home in Southern California, this is how much money you're going to have to stack up. And they may use language. And that's cool. That I may not agree with. But at the end of the day, I then reframe whatever language they just said and say, okay, it's not if, it's when. When I stack up that amount of money, but I'm still growing my business and I'm still feeling financially abundant and creatively abundant to show up as best as possible in my business, that's when I will manifest the next level. So whether God says that that timeline will be in six months or one year or two weeks, he's going to declare it based off of me showing up according to my higher self versus my ego. Okay. So let me ask you, and this is something that I want you to think about. You ain't got to respond right now, but you can DM me. You feel me? Is what expands you? What's going to make you better? What do you need to get in front of that will make you better? So um, I shared this on our last like live a couple nights ago where I have now taught my son automatically to get my phone, take a picture or have us take a picture of him with a toy anytime we go into Target. Because, you know, as a parent, you'd be like, man, keep him in a car because the kids don't understand the concept of like we just had Christmas like two hours ago. Like you didn't got 5,000 toys that you forgot you had. All of a sudden, when you saw this other toy that you don't have, right? And so 
as a parent, you low key get irritated by like, damn, like you want everything, but ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't want to take that away from him. So instead I have taught him how to now vision board what he desires. And it doesn't mean that he will never get it. It just means that you're not getting it right now. Cause I also want him to start learning at a very young age, delayed gratification, because in life, that's what life is going to give you is delayed gratification. You're not going to get everything when you ask for it, especially when God may feel like you're not ready for it. Right. So that's something else to reflect on. If there's something that you did not hit as a goal in 2023 or some of y'all are still working on goals for 2021. Why has not this universe or your higher power given it to you yet? Is it probably because you're not showing up as the version of yourself that is ready to receive it? That that's that I can just drop the mic and, and, and I'm done. <laughs> right. Are you ready to receive it? So let me just make some basic announcements. Um, We have two things coming up or one thing is already in play. So one thing that is coming up is we are bringing back our private practice bootcamp. Now the bootcamp for January is only going to be one day, but for 90 minutes. Okay. It's going to be on January 8th and we are going to help you create your private practice growth map. What we do is we take our framework and our private practice academy We're going to give you a sneak peek by helping you build a certain portion of that map. But by the time you leave, you will know what it takes to have a successful and profitable practice for 2024 and beyond. So if you know of anybody that is a therapist, um, mental health provider, and they want and desire a profitable private practice, or they have one, but they low-key ain't got no systems. They just do paperwork like the progress note and go about their business, but they're actually not running a business, then please encourage them to come. Um, They can go to drtk.com. Uh, forward slash links. And it's also the link in my bio on Instagram and you can sign up for free to go. If you've come to a previous one and you want to come to this one, feel free to come. I say that because from time to time as human beings, we can hear the same thing in a different way or a different slideshow over and over again, maybe even from a different person or from the same person. And based on the season that your higher self is in, when you hear that information, you don't know which decision to make right? But your higher self does, but you just refuse. Like your ego was like, no, not right now, right? The enrollment for the academy will follow the one-day bootcamp, okay? Which means that you will have a period of time where you can enroll in our program and join our students and our alumni that have joined in December and, you know, before that, okay? Um, The other big announcement that is already in play is our Digital Side Hustle Club. So the Digital Side Hustle Club is for actually anybody. You don't have to be a therapist. You don't have to be in a human services, you know, area, but we're doing a trial for 14 days for $1. So who that program is for is if you want to create a digital product, it is going to expose you to and teach you some fundamental and foundational methods of taking a product idea and placing it into the marketplace. Now, one of the things that I want to be very candid about, because I did this on that live the other night, is that Um, And some people had asked questions about it. They were like, oh, what platform do I use for this? Okay, we're going to talk about that in the program. But first, before I recommend a platform for any type of product or service, I need to know your vision for that product or service. Have you launched it? Have you beta launched it? We're going to talk about that. Have you put it out in the marketplace yet? Have you fine-tuned your pricing, your messaging? Do you have a landing page? Do you do email marketing? Do you do text marketing? I don't want to do all that. Okay, well, then that means you don't want to have a digital product because unless you plan on going to events every single day and getting leads to invest in your product or service, how do you expect to actually 
get people on board. Now, this does not replace the um, a mastermind that we have coming up in March, which I won't talk about right now. This does not replace the academy. You cannot show up here and ask me about solo or private practice or group practice. That is a no-go. Our academy, that boot camp, is for a solo private practice, okay? So I promise you, just as a disclaimer, because I don't want nobody getting into their feelings, if you try to even sneak in a question about private practice, I would say that was a great question. Or especially if you're an alumni, I'll be like, yo, we got a call on this day or you got a call with a support coach on this day or go over to the Facebook group, right? But if you have a private practice and let's just say you want to create digital downloads, because let's just say this is a hint right here. You're getting consultations of people who may not be a great match for you, but you can still help them until they find another therapist or just send them to your ebook. Why couldn't that be an offer that you can give somebody and redirect them to your website or to a resource page to our DTA students? Okay, so um, it doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about how to add products to your service, but I'm not going to teach you in the digital side hustle club how to have a private practice. I just want to be clear about that. Right. My programs are very separated and we have foundational frameworks for each academy or program. So right now, when you sign up for a dollar, it is a 14-day trial. We did a 14-day trial just for the beginning of the year because that will allow you to get into our Telegram group, meet some people, but more importantly, get access to that first community call. Whether you can make it or not, you get access to the replay in a portal. The portal will be sent to you two to three business days after our first call. Our first call is next week, actually. Okay. Once the 14-day trial is up, it is only 22 Dollars. Now, I know somebody's going to ask me, can I do that and the academy? I'm going to give you the same answer I would give somebody that says, can I join DTA if I'm not licensed? Do you have the capacity with where you are right now and where you're going in the next couple of months to entertain learning and executing two different things? So if you're in a DTA program and you're in more of the maintenance stage, you've went through the portal, you're just continuing to go through it to implement. My question is, do you have enough brain power? to entertain that at some point, I'm going to introduce you to email marketing. At some point, I'm going to be your case manager and say, okay, these are the things that you need in place for your digital product. And then, and this is why this program is also so affordable, is that certain things I'm going to redirect you to do outside of our calls because certain things that some of y'all going to need to do for your launches of a digital product is email marketing. And email marketing has its own course readily available. But what I found is that a lot of our students don't do the email marketing part until they've practiced offering their digital products, meaning you got to be in love with it and be married to it so that you can enjoy learning about email marketing. Put a one in the comment box if you really understand that. Because some of our students have gotten email marketing. Our mastermind students automatically get it. Our scale students get it. And then it's like, when I look in the portal, it's like empty, like no progress. And I'm like, y'all sitting out here launching products. What are you doing? Well, I'm on Instagram. Okay, well, you need to get the people off Instagram so you can have a conversation with them about your product, whether it be a newsletter, um, a live session, email. Like some people get annoyed being real. I can tell by the unsubscribes. People get annoyed when I send out like a podcast uh, email. But then other people will say, well, I didn't get the notification that you were going live. I didn't get the notification that this workshop even existed. I didn't get a notification that you even got a podcast. So what we do is when I go live, even though it may be last minute, like I'm going live in 15 minutes, 
My goal in my podcast, if I stream live on Instagram, YouTube, um, if I do something on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, right? At the end of the day, my main goal to me, what leads me to financial abundance is when I give. That's part of my love language. I love to give. I'm a teacher at heart. Okay, that's why I don't mind on the first of the year, like showing up before I go to my mama's house because I just want to impart great knowledge. So when you opt into someone else's email marketing, ask yourself, why am I giving them my email address? Am I doing it to be nosy? Am I doing it just to get the download to, to get out? Am I doing it just to get my link to the bootcamp and then I'm gonna get out? But think about all the other value that you're missing, which also means that don't opt into people's stuff and you're not even aligned with what they're giving. And what you will surely learn in email marketing is that some people are going to unsubscribe from your stuff. So I don't want you to get your panties in a bunch. People are going to, please write this down. People are going to unfollow you and unsubscribe from you specifically because where they're going, you're not aligned with where they are going. I learned that very early in the digital space game. I no longer look at 15 unsubscribes in a day as, oh my God, what did I say, right? I don't care. Like, I mean, I care, but I don't care in terms of like making decisions with how I show up. I'm showing up as the best version of me in the season that I'm in with what I can provide. Some people may have been with me for the ride and they going in a different direction. It's cool. But I would also ask you, have you unsubscribed from Macy's, Nordstrom's, All of these places that you have subscriptions for that you no longer are active with them. I find it very interesting if, you know, we just want to throw out some digital product, you know, email marketing stuff. We can sit here and get 50,000 emails from all of these department stores that sometimes we have no desire to shop from, only but for Christmas. But they will send you an email every Saturday at nine o'clock saying one day only sale. And you don't say, oh my God, Macy's, why you keep emailing me? You'll just be like, "Uh, not today. Put a one in the comment box if you agree. And did I shift your mindset? Put a one in the comment box if you agree with what I said and I shifted your mindset related to how you look at marketing. Because one of the things that we talk about, whether it be private practice or the digital product space is you will attract how you show up. So moving into the new year, if you choose not to pay your bills on time, but turn around and say the person didn't finish their financial payment plan with you, well. You attract what you are, who you are, and how you show up. I'm not attracting people who see the value in me. Well, you always trying to ask somebody for a coupon code. (laughs) So like, check yourself, okay? So like I said, if you want to sign up and you haven't already for the Digital Side Hustle Club, please feel free to sign up. Please share this with your friends. Like, you know, sometimes as a provider myself, sometimes we are only having conversations about business to our therapist friends, if you're a therapist, right? But I went into this year knowing that I wanted to also bring back a product or service that I can serve more than therapists, right? Because those people are in my inbox. I've helped them before, but I did a whole three-year hiatus on, nope, I ain't serving nobody but therapists. But, you know, another higher version of me has another calling. And I've received that calling multiple ways and multiple times. And if I keep ignoring it, I don't want my gift to go away. (laughs) So I'm going to use the gift that God gave me. And I know how to y'all launch a digital product in 24 hours, but it took practice and it took knowledge and it took showing up and asking questions, right? So pay your dollar 
come to the call next week or watch the replay. Hop into the Telegram group. We already started introducing ourselves via video. I am loving it. For those of you who joined yesterday, there was a glitch that was off or a setting that was off. I did repost some introductions, but most people started introducing themselves yesterday morning. So you do have to introduce yourself via video because, I mean, if you're about to launch a digital product, unless you're about to have a faceless product or something like that, like people want to know, you know what I'm saying, who's creating it, okay? So everything that I do is intentional to make you a better version of yourself. All right, y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.